Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, I am Deb Coviello, and I am grateful you've joined me for another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. Week after week, I have the distinct pleasure of interviewing amazing people to share their insights and inspiration for you so that you struggle less and have confidence in the decisions you make in business and your career. And this week, this moment is for me to also share some insights with you. But before I get to this week's topic, I want to put a special thank you to all those new senior leaders and aspiring C-suite leaders that I have met over the last couple of weeks. I've been reaching out to you directly to understand what have been the career opportunities that you have been afforded that have really helped you with your career, but also what have been those challenges that got in the way and what did you do about it? Because just know those insights are being incorporated into the weekly solo podcast that I do. I love being inspired by you. I love the issues and topics that you raise. And hopefully by bringing them forward and me providing some suggestions, not only for you, but we're also leaving an impact on others that haven't yet elevated those issues. We might be able to impact them to take control of their careers and get back on track. And just know, while a lot of my work is focused on helping the aspiring leader make the right decisions for their career, give them the tools so they can be seen, heard, and respected, everything I do also is for that senior leader that is already in place and in charge of a business or have people in your care. Just know that even if you've got all of these skills and know what to do, look around you, look at the people that report to you. And if they don't have the skills or they need additional help, maybe I can partner with you to help build those skills so that you leave a legacy by leaving a lasting impact on the people that work for you. So without further ado, I would love to go into this week's topic. Now, let me brace you. It can be a little scary. I'm going to be starting a series really soon to talk to you about crisis and risk, and it doesn't feel comfortable in the context that I'm going to be discussing it with you because I'm going to be talking to you about things that can go bump in the night, things that can go bad when you least expect it. We have to live through these topics because out of that can come wisdom and a framework. And you know, I always have a framework for which I can impart some thoughts to you to consider about how to address risk. But I will tell you the inspiration, and I usually don't like to date these things But a recent issue in the news about peanut butter and the risk and impact it has had on others, it's real. But if I don't talk about peanut butter, it could be infant formula. It could be some other thing of human consumption for which people are impacted or hurt because of risk that exists in our business, in our factories, et cetera. And unfortunately, sometimes people are impacted. 
even the best solutions and best businesses try to do everything they can to mitigate risk, but things still do happen. All we can do are be the leaders that our consumers expect us to be and make the best decisions on their behalf. But let me go a little bit into how I feel about this topic and what I have seen, and then we'll eventually get to the point of providing you some thoughts. So as you're maybe pausing this or thinking about this conversation, get ready with a piece of paper, a pencil, or your electronic device, and take some notes. But just be in the moment now and just listen. This is a time to invest in yourself in being the leader that you ought to be and should be. So I will tell you, that recently when I saw the article about a peanut butter recall, I thought to myself, thank goodness that's not me. And I bet you all are thinking that. But I will tell you in a past life, I was faced with a quality crisis for which it was a significant event. But I will tell you that I absolutely never want to go through that again. We survived, but I never, ever want to go through that again. But I often ponder there are some leaders who are aware that there are inherent risks in their business, but sometimes deprioritize the work to avoid such an issue because they think, gosh, that will never happen to us. And then the unexpected happens. And I, oh my, I hope this never happens to you. It is terrible. But sometimes we need these gentle reminders, these things that are near misses or maybe don't have a, such a significant impact. We have to be reminded of when it does. And I will have to go back in time. It is about the, maybe the 25th, maybe a little bit more anniversary since the 1993 Jack in the Box E. coli outbreak that unfortunately killed four children and infected 732 people. And it impacted many, many, many lives. Now, fortunately, that doesn't happen too often. It takes us aback. We get a little scared. We let a big concern. We don't like to hear about bad things happening. But let's just breathe a little bit. Just breathe. Out of these unfortunate events, there is great learning. And I want to just share some additional thoughts with you because I think when we think about the unfortunate, we can come out on the other side with things that we have in our control that we can do today. But I will ask some questions. Why do some of these C-suite leaders take the knowledge that is provided to them by the subject matter experts and not act on these risks? I wonder. And then some leaders choose to ignore the risk because they don't give it much credibility to the people that they hire that highlight these risks. They kind of call them chicken little, the sky is falling, They're just complaining about something and it's just noise to them. But maybe it's because they have not felt the pain that they may claim ignorance. It's not going to happen here. And again, I ask you to pause. Have you been in a situation where that has happened? And maybe nothing unfortunate has happened. But I know some of you out there know when something has happened. Now, there are some leaders that funding, or resources could be an issue for which they may defer to investing and hoping that time is their friend. But I've also seen wise leaders may seek mitigation action to lessen the risk until funds or resources can be applied. And I really care about those people because at least they acknowledge the risk. They take some action. And while it's not a perfect solution, they have been responsible leaders. 
But the sad truth about it is that when you roll the dice and the risk becomes a reality, some leaders take the victim position and ask such a naive question, how could this have happened? And for some of you who have been that person that have escalated risk to your leadership and explain to them the impact only to fall on deaf ears, I understand this can be very frustrating to you, but you at least have the solace and knowledge that you did what you needed to do to elevate risk in the business on the hope that people will ask. Now, going back to the peanut butter recall of recent, it is the tip of the iceberg of what is happening underneath the water. This simply is the one that got out of your system, of your business, and negatively impacted people, or at least was somewhat of an inconvenience. Now, this is all serious, but do people really realize how serious these risks and impact on people are really? What about all the small risks that exist in our businesses today for which we hope, hope, we hope our systems don't let bad things into the market and impact our customers. And then I ask a bigger question far beyond simply hoping or trusting what people tell you. Are you really sure that all the systems that you've put in place are always risking and there is no risk? Now, of course, you know it. There is always no chance of risk. But do you ask yourself these questions? Have you done everything possible to mitigate the risk? Now, I know, I know leaders have to make decisions every day based on the information at hand and making the best decisions possible to support the people, the business, the community, the stakeholders and customers. So I celebrate, I absolutely celebrate all the leaders out there that make those calculated risks based on the best information possible, making the right investments wherever you possibly can. Things may still happen, but at least you have been aware you've made decisions and done the best you can. It is a daunting job. And I sincerely care about that because I was once in that position as well, faced with so many choices, so many decisions, having to make quick decisions that hopefully will not impact people in a negative way. But not everybody makes peanut butter. Not all decisions are that easy to make. And so I feel like at this point, I probably want to give you some things to think about. Now, I know we trust the people in the organization to do the best they can to do the right thing, mitigate risk such that we never negatively impact anybody. But let's just give you some tips, some things to think about, a framework for avoiding risk in your business. And I think these are really, really key. A lot of people are not talking about this, but risk and dealing with risk are those things that you need to do to avoid a crisis. And you don't want to bring people in when there's a crisis. It is costly on many fronts. So the first thing I'd like you to do, ask the three most important people about where is their risk. I start by saying, ask yourself, then ask your team, and then ask an advisor. You probably already know about 80% of the risk in your business, whether it's financial, it's infrastructure its resources, its capital, it's the products that you make, you are probably already informed 80% of the time. But then I ask you to ask your team because they may bring another 15% to the table that maybe you didn't know about. So when you ask your people, it shows trust, but it is not complete from there. 5%, 
that 5%, I implore upon you, get an external view. Even if you think that you have the best experts inside, I implore you, seek external advisory consultation. That 5% that you don't know is exactly what might bite you by not knowing that it exists. So number two, you need to qualify and quantify the risks in your business that, that drive action. Unless it's documented, unless you prioritize it, and unless you assign an action, you are following yourself into a place of assuming things are happening, but maybe they're not. So you, as the leader, need to have the proof to be able to see all the risks that exist and how we are managing it and follow-up accountability. You absolutely have to do that as a leader. Don't simply assume and trust. This next one's a real big one. I ask you, pressure test, pressure test the risk and make sure all your controls perform as expected, rinse and repeat. You must pressure test these risks. As leaders, we need to trust, but also verify your controls are effective. I want you to find a way to test your systems. Ask your people how to test their systems. Simply auditing is not enough because usually it is a static point in time for which you can look at your process from A to Z, watch the people doing the processes one, two, three, exactly how you prescribed it, but you will never, never see the risk until you pressure test it. If you take a blind eye and simply assume, assume what your people are telling you, everything is working, what is lurking below may catch you off guard. So there are ways to pressure test in my world from the flavor, the food area that you can do mock recalls, but please ask me, I can help you pressure test your systems. And finally, be the leader that your consumer needs you to be. Again, I turn to you as a leader, regardless of whether you're in the C-suite or you are a technician or a specialist reporting the information. I need you to be the leader that your consumer needs you to be. And I am inserting this shout out right now to Dr. Darren Detweiler. Be the one that makes a Herculean effort. He writes about this. His son was one of those unfortunate victims in the Jack in the Box recall, an incident. And forgive me, I was just taken aback there because it was such an unfortunate story, but I can now visualize him telling the story about his son, but all the work that he and others are doing to protect others. So I come back to you. Be the leader that your consumer needs you to be. Make sure you can see your end consumer and picture the worst thing that can happen if you don't be the leader that they need you to be. I really, really need you to see it. And even if the worst thing that you can see is oh, the battery in that child's toy simply isn't working, it's a minor complication. But what if that child is impacted by the battery because maybe it leaked or broke and they went to the hospital and they are injured. That child needed you to be the leader to avoid the risk. And if you don't mitigate the risk, you need to ask yourself if you should be a leader. Now, I know I made a very strong point there. The next step is up to you. This may sound simple, the framework that I gave you, but you have people that take care of this for you. But I ask, do you listen? Are there experts in your care that have been escalating risk to you, but you've not been listening or taking serious action? Do they, do they know 
how to articulate what a risk really is versus just sounding like noise and being tossed to the side. That's your responsibility as a leader. They may be doing the job well, but they haven't learned the tools to articulate to you the risk and the proposal so that you have something that you can decision on. So there's an element of your responsibility to develop your people so that they escalate at the right time with the right priority, with the right language that you can even understand them and take action on the risk. So you as a leader have the responsibility to elevate the leaders below you so that you can see the risk and protect that consumer. So I've given you a lot today. I've given you a lot to think about, but this is meant to inspire and provide you the best insights that I can provide you. And if this has got you thinking, please, let's have a call. Let's talk. Some of you have messaged me and we've had a conversation about the challenges that you're facing and what might we do together to mitigate the risk. And even if you're an individual, you see a risk in the circumstance that you're in, I challenge you and be careful. Don't come to me with very specifics about what you're seeing, because I obviously, we need to protect companies and consumers. But even if you want to talk about your personal situation, maybe your career opportunities, you're not sure how to weigh risk and opportunity in your personal situation, please reach out to me. Many of you have starting to reach out to me. I am here for you so that you struggle less. I want you to take control of your career. I want you to take these insights to be able to make better decisions, take control of yourself, your situation, the people in your care, the people in your community, and the business that you support. That's my sincere desire to work with you. So with that, I want to thank you for joining me on another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast week after week. I want to be able to bring insights and inspiration to you so that you can take control of your career and be the leader of today and tomorrow that people want you to be. And I so want you to be successful. And I simply want to wish you continued success. And thank you again for joining us. Be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. My new book, CEO's Compass, will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass Assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.